Match, episode 101. Whisper in your lover's ear. Text the Soundhawk at 303-548-6877. Soundhawk. I really liked that one. You like that? Yeah, what was that called? It's called uh, Swimming with the Saccharitis. Mm, Intriguing. We'll, We'll learn about the Saccharitis in a little bit. But I encourage you to stick around for the end of the program because the back half of that song has a beat. Yep. Oh, it's I was going to make a back half joke, but too tired. Too late. Yep. Yep. Mark's tired. Sipping Ooh. some bone broth, though. I made this bone broth. Yeah, it's good. I think it might get me through the show. Yeah. And well, and you also snacked on two of Josh's muscle balls. <sighs> Those so we should good. call, this is a Natch Muscle Balls, Natch Power Balls? Josh is not. Well, no, it could be Natch's Power Balls. I think we've got to start selling lines of uh, food and beverage. Those were pretty good, right? Come on. Bone Same with the bone broth. Let me tell you how to make your own Natch Power Balls. It's, um, actually, I don't have precise measurements, but it's like a fistful of banana flour, a fistful of hemp powder, a fistful of powdered peanut butter, a dump of... Uh, Almond milk and a squirt of MCT oil. You, got, you still have MCT oil? Yeah, and then you roll it up into little balls, and then you use a double boiler. You melt down a bar of dark chocolate, and you roll so them all in of dark that's chocolate. just raw. Oh, it is raw, my friend. Raw power. It's like oh, raw power. Iggy MCT oil. Iggy in the studio. MCT lets it bind. Then you coat it with that chocolate. Bang. Yep. You're Are feeling we, better already. I'm feeling better. They were I. You know, uh, user <clears throat> feedback and make them a tiny bit smaller. I've got big balls, though. I would also figure out a better coating system. I'm thinking maybe a toothpick. Toothpick and then dip. Yeah. And then maybe drain. I need to get a chocolate fondue fountain just to make my uh, balls. Yeah. Just for your balls. So just for dipping those balls in your chocolate fondue fountain. I hate to open the show with some bad news, but we have to say goodbye to our studio drone, which is sad. It was in glorious flight for episode 100. I think ultimately the plan was what I was trying to do. I was doing a test run. I wanted to see if I could start it in here where we record. And then it could fly out the back door, circle the house and come back in and still find us recording. But then you'd hear it the whole time. So it's like you'd see what's going on in the world. But Quite uh, an elaborate plan. I went a little too high and I hit a power line and uh, rest in peace, snatch studio drone, I guess. Is that what happens when they hit power lines? Yeah, they explode. They burst into flames. Power lines okay? Power lines is all right. Power lines are tough. I don't know if that's... Uh, but you know who does have a drone? I don't know if that's what really went down. Huh? You, know, you know who has a drone that he has offered to loan to us? Yes, I do. And the answer is... Jim Moscow. Wrong. Spiffly. Does he have a drone? Don't know. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Ned Nimby. Charge Kingsbury. No. Nope. It's my uh, my amazing intern at TEDx yeah, Mile High, yeah, Phil. Yeah. Phil. Phil. Philmon has a drone. That was drone. my third guess. He said his drone has, like, you put on some VR goggly things and you can see what the drone sees as you're flying it. He said that he was flying it at the Women's March, <laughs> but that the camera on his drone doesn't get high enough res for him to feel like he could share the... Uh, what he captured. So there you oh. go. But speaking of Phil, I'm, I'm chatting with Phil the other day. He's, we're talking about podcasts. We're talking about this podcast. Mm. He's a listener. Thanks Phil. But then he asked me like, what podcast should I listen to? Oh, and I'm, I'm actually the wrong person to, an- to answer that question. Because you, I, you sneak them in, you know them. Well, I'll tell you the ones I told him. So you, you don't have to repeat yourself. I told him that I listen to Mark Maron a lot because I like interviews still in my Done lots Roster. of interviews. I haven't, I'm not caught up. I used to listen to him every week. I've fallen behind. I am caught up, but I don't I've been listening to, to the Alan Watts podcast, which is actually just. Who's saying that? Is it him? It's him, but it's like old lectures. They're just releasing them as, they don't even have bumpers on them. I don't think it's just like straight up lectures. Really? It's great. You know when I like to listen to that one? In the bath. In the bath. And then uh, I did recommend a uh, yeah, dude. How many baths per week? One, <laughs> maybe two. I recommended, oh yeah, dude. Is it this one? Yeah. Alan Watts. Yeah. And I recommended Civics 101. I like that new podcast. Look at the look at who's the author of the Alan Watts podcast. Lowercase g, lowercase k, gk. Gk. 
So I think those are the ones I recommended to him. There's a lot there. Okay. What'd you say? I stopped listening. Oh, Christ. Alan okay. Watts. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, Civics 101, which is that new... Ugh. You don't like that one? Uh-uh. Why? I don't know. I haven't heard it. It's good. It's... Who produces it? Can I find Washington it? Post? No. Panoply? It's one of the NPR affiliates. WNYC? It's... No. I forget what it is. But it's good. Natch? They so far they've covered. Oh, I haven't listened to this one. They've covered uh, Chief of Staff and the White House press corps. It's just a refresher on what 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 makes our government tick. Yeah, you know what? None of that fucking shit matters because they make the rules up as they go if they want to. Apparently, um, I also told them about Pistol Shrimps Radio. Oh, I haven't listened to that in forever. I haven't either. But is it still going? I'm sure it is. I saw that guy in a commercial. And I didn't get around to. I, he'd probably like you made it weird because it's like philosophical yeah, musings and one. Phil is a deep thinker. You want to know my lineup? I'll tell you my lineup. Yeah, that's that's the roundabout way of asking you for your lineup. I'll just let me open on my app. I'm a marketing maven. Mark Brush is a podcast listening maven. It has to be PP, podcast person. Pioneer. Per- podcast president. Per- podcast Persian. Pro, podcast pro. Podcast Persian, settled. Natch, get bit. Two favorites. Oh, yeah, dude. I got two politics podcasts going, Pod Save America and 538. How can you purr and talk at the same time? It's because you're a podcast Persian, isn't it? All songs considered. We're all good dads go to discover new music. Jeez. I got two, essentially these are two mindfulness meditation apps going. 10% Uh Happier with Dan Harris, Waking Up with Sam Harris. Did I say Dan the first time? Because it's Dan the first one. Okay. Sam Harris is crazy. You haven't read or listened to him? He's like a philosopher who's crossed over into mainstream. Uh, yeah, you told me about him. He's intense. Alec Baldwin, Bill Burr, Mark Marin. I got a I got a very conventional lineup going right here. Oh yeah, I mentioned Bill Burr as well. You know what I didn't tell him that I listened to because I didn't think he'd care. I don't think he's like a sports guy, but Jalen and Jacoby. Uh, Jalen Rose, a former NBA yeah, star, Michigan. I don't, I don't know who Jacoby he's is. One of the Fab he's Five broadcaster. He was one of the Fab Five. Yeah, their podcast is fun. Oh, they, I know basket. You in the face, B ball. Boom. Dude, you should listen to Jalen and Jacoby. They just talk hoops, and then, but they talk a little bit of football. And then I was listening to this other one, the Bill Barnwell show, which is more just straight up football. But I usually listen to those in the morning, and my son doesn't like the Bill Barnwell show because he said they talk too fast. Hmm. And once he said that, now when I listen, I'm like, man, they are talking really fast. But Jalen and Jacoby, there's some space. You can breathe. Jalen and Jacoby. Oh, there they are. Little cartoon logo. One white guy, one black guy. Add it to your feed. It's good. All right. An hour, hour show. All right. Did it. Doug loves I movies. I, mean, I, I could give you Doug some, I could give you some crazy ones, but that's, you know, like the, here's, here. Hey, here's, what's that one? My dad wrote a porno. You still listening to that? No. I mean, I did. They, it's over. They paw, well, the, the guy's got to write another book. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, that one's running its course for me. I get it. The joke's kind of, the yeah. gig is up. Poorly written. So to speak. I would say Natch. Must listens in a week, Natch. Oh yeah, dude. <sighs> Civics one hundred and one. That's it. I would do one of these two politics ones, five thirty eight or Pod Save America. How can you still listen to five thirty eight? They know the information. They don't know how to use it. Pod Save America gives you all this attitude, though. It's very popular. I don't know. I'm yeah. going to SoundCloud a lot. Streaming. You know, a lot of these mixes you listen to, like. Uh, it's the best Reverb shit ever. Nation or Reverb. They, they also have it as a podcast. I'm sure they do. Smart. Ancient no. human ancestor was a big mouth. Yep. There's a Morrissey song called Big Mouth, isn't there? Big mouth. Sweetness. I was only joking. When I heard her. Okay. The earliest known human ancestor was a microscopic sea creature with a huge mouth, scientists say. The freaky looking thing. Lived about 450 million years ago. It's been named. How do you say it? You think you're such an expert. Well, it's been named something after the sac-like features created by its elliptical body and gigantic mouth. I'm going to go with saccharitis. Which is what I said. You did. All right. No, 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 no. Off air, the first time you said it was not saccharitis. You can't prove that. Nope, I can't. The animal probably lived between grains. Nobody's going to doubt me. The animal probably lived between grains of sand on the seabed. Its features were well-preserved in the fossil record, and intriguingly, the researchers did not find any evidence that the animal had an anus. This is the important part. This means that it may have both eaten and excreted through its mouth. 
As you do. Trump style. It's a freaky looking thing. It is. Uh, Ghost saccharitis. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like. Do we really need an anus? I mean, its mouth looks part anus, part mouth. Imagine going through life like that. What? Would it be a big deal? To shit out your mouth? You're like, mm, I really got to take a. Bah. Hmm. Then what would you do? Rinse it out? It would smell bad. You have to rinse it or something. The mouthwash people would be making a killing. Well, presumably it wouldn't be as uncomfortable. It wouldn't form as much. It would just probably just like you got a really bad case of reflux. I don't like where this is going. I was just excited because I just like the notion that our ancestor had a big ass mouth. But I guess it's kind of better that it was a big ass mouth. It is a big ass. A big ass mouth. Big ass mouth. Episode 101, big ass mouth. Back, tinnitus, sorghum's. Reflux. That's another thing you get. You've got when you reflux get old. now. Maybe, but you get it when you get old. Don't point your finger at me. I'm not getting it. Very common. My back. I've done. You two. know what happens when you get reflux? It hurts. Stop. You got to. You got to. You got to have. You got to think about your coffee. You got to think about your beer. I don't drink coffee. I'm off the coffee again. I want to listen to another listener. I liked that segment last week with just the tip. Yeah, you really didn't like this conversation with details, defects. This one, I, I don't rem- I'm gonna, I remember one thing that I didn't like, but we're going to go to the tape and see. Are we're going to we? give her her due. She gave us some time. We're going to give her the space in this episode to really tell us what's going on and what she thinks. And like where we're falling short? Well, I don't know. I guess if that's what she wants to talk about. Oh, well, let's go to that now. Look! It's okay. Her. It's, it's, her. it's her. It's details. Hello. Welcome, Danielle. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Or welcome back. Hello again. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm going to the conference room here at work. Oh, okay. Ooh, sneaking and away. What's that conference room look right. like? Well, one wall has all the many um, current titles of the or issues of the magazines. There's a window that looks to the footage. Oh, that's cold, dude. Did you hear what he just said to you? No. He said dining out? No. Uh, F&W Media. Let's just say that. Do you not want to talk about the title that you work on? Uh, Oh, no, it's fine. I work on So News. That's S-E-W. Yeah. It's a sewing magazine. And then... Another one called Creative Machine Embroidery, which is about machine embroidery. So a very one's... niche market. Yeah. It sounds like AI. AI. <laughs> oh, well, Defa, it's, it's great to have you on the show. I'm sorry, Mark's not doing any of the legwork here. He's just looking at me. <laughs> just laughing at you. What's AI? <laughs> What's AI? Artificial intelligence. That's the machine's taking over. That's Skynet, baby. It's sewing you into their own... Devices. Oh, okay. It's when the machines become too smart and then they take over. (laughs) And they say, we're not going to do embroidery for you anymore. We're going to embroider on your Uh, fucking head. Thanks for the clarification. Okay. You like that? I didn't understand that. Pretty good joke. Pretty good. What? Okay. 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 Right there. Already. You see where this is going? You see the tone? That's always been D-Face tone. Oh. That's just how she is. Look. I get it. Like, the, I think what we're having is a little audio, like a little delay. It's hard to really keep up with the quick banter. Mm-hmm. I don't like where she's going from the get-go. All right. This, sure. You know what this is going to be? I'm going to give a little details back to details on Ooh, this one. You're going to details, details on her details, details. details. All right. Can we go back to the interview now? Please. What? Yeah, we're pretty funny. <laughs> we work on it once a week. We just got off the, off the, uh, <clears throat> the horn. The, the, the Skype. The Skype. We just got off the Skype. With Stuart. With Another fan. I know. I saw. Yeah. I chatted with him. You ch- How did you see that? What was ha- what? We we were g chatting. Oh, I thought you meant you like saw it on Skype somehow. Like you could see who we were talking Live to. Live broadcast. Yeah. It's like easy. Trump. AI. AI. Uh, and he sends his regards uh, from one super fan to another. Defay. He. Oh, it was uh, a v- right back at him. It was a very. Uh, the first time he said it, I was taken aback but now i realize it was a heartwarming comment right that he said he this show has seen him through three jobs well he said it was his third job it was his third job and i thought he meant he had a job and then he was like a temp this was a lot of work and then this was a lot of work to listen to this show every week but no he meant it was his (laughs) companion 
Yeah, that was very nice. Anyway. And I got to be honest, Ife, uh, if you would have asked me a week ago who was in the lead in terms of Uh-oh. super fandom, it would have been details all the way. Yeah. But Stuart continues to listen. He wasn't thrown off by the in-the-face action. You know, he, well, he, he, held, he held strong. Did he say anything about how he thinks he knows a lot more about it than you do? Sort of. He actually said that he actually said that he's not as interested in football as he used to be. His interest in football dropped off, and I correctly predicted it had everything to do with MMA. Right, that tends to happen I, with I think people the in MMA. Here is that hmm. half of that show involves Tarot, and somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. I think I've done it. Have you listened to any episodes of In the Face? Yeah, let me let me tell you where I'm at currently with Natch. Okay. Oh, bring us up to speed. State real, of the state. So, real time data from a listener. Wait for Mark to stop talking. Okay, you're safe now. Okay. Um, so somewhere probably in November, when In the Face was being a bigger part of the show, I just kind of kept putting off listening to the new um, episodes. Ouch. And then it just kind of got lost in the shuffle of my other podcasts. Um, and then, you know, there's like the holidays and Christmas and everything. And I guess, you know, oh, yeah. I was trying to get caught up. What did Mark say? I don't know. He's not talking into the mic. Good, because I can't hear him at all. Okay, I'll be quiet. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, in that vast sea of podcasts that you're listening to, how many of them do you have a segment on? <laughs> well, none, but I mean, I have to be inspired <laughs> to make a segment. Wait, you haven't been haven't... inspired since November to give to gripe? Couldn't you have made a segment that was like, would you guys stop wasting my time talking about fucking football? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's been a very busy last few months. It's we understand. Fair. We understand. Don't, don't we're not the center her. of the universe. Come on. We're, anytime somebody <laughs> makes a click and listens, we're happy. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so magnanim- magnanimous. So, no, um, we are. So okay, you're behind. Let me finish where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. So earlier this week, kind of like the day you asked me if you wa- if I wanted to talk to you, um, I started dipping back in and huh. then I realized that in the face was a different thing. Ooh, and yeah. I had noticed references to tarot, like in, yeah. I don't know, maybe on Instagram or something. And I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> so then I did listen to it in the face because you said the tarot was at the beginning and I could drop out. Yeah. And I was loving it. I was I loved, well, first that you had got so much wrong. But then also. You um, mean on I the football calls or the tarot? <laughs> the tarot. Oh, OK. I didn't listen to the football calls. Oh, OK, I, I get those wrong, too. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I thought you won. Did you win? Oh, no, I won a shitload of money. <laughs> oh. But I performed very poorly. Uh, not a shitload. You're season. talking to someone who won a shitload of money. Oh, yeah, DJ oh, won. How much money did you win from Y108? <laughs> um, $10,000. Okay. What the f- That's cool. I won $320. Yeah, so same. Well, I was, I was 12. And there was no skill involved in your win, to be fair. <laughs> nope, I just had to know what my birthday was. <laughs> yeah. Tough one. Pretty tough question. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so wait, but I'm blowing it on the tarot? Are my, I'm not intuiting well, properly? Or is no, it just no, my no, reading style? The past, present, future is probably what I'm fucking up, huh? No, no, that's all fine. Okay. Um, I think, like, are you aware that there's, like, the four suits? Oh, yeah. There's major arcana, minor arcana. Okay, because it seemed like you were getting confused, like, because you'd be like, um, oh, what's number three? Like, it seemed like you were confusing the numbers, like, you would be like temperance 11 and then you'd be like pentacles three when those oh, that, are no, like that's different. mark mark's one getting confused there what? but okay. no like okay. if it's the three of pentacles don't you say the three of pentacles but if it's something like the empress empress you don't say the, t- the, the tower the tower Whoa. you don't say the number on those things but you say the number on the suit cards right right you don't generally say the number but the number is pretty important to the major arcana just why FYI. wouldn't you s- oh but like in if i pull the three of pentacles i'm I, i'm I'm okay to say the three of pentacles or do I yeah, say that's the important part. I've drawn pentacles and there are three. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine the other way. Okay. But yeah. if I'm pulling um, the empress, I say you, you now have pulled the, I have the empress before me, Mark. And that's yes. got a three on it as well. Or, yeah. or the three is behind the scenes. Okay. You can get your little lesson later on. All right. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Someone thinks he's the freaking producer so, over here. It's a lot of fun watching him read the manual while he's giving me his reading. <laughs> you know what? I've been pretty open about the fact that I'm a, I'm a tarot. I'm a, a new, a nascent insider. Okay. Right. So, okay. So I'll say that it just was funny things you would stumble on, mm. but then I would say your 
um, intuitive readings are pretty interesting. And what? I mean, can we stop talking about your tarot readings? I guess so. She was giving me some points. You got a compliment. Good for you. She said I'm intuitive. Like I know, I know what I'm doing. Why am I so testy? I don't know. I'm actually enjoying like whenever she laughs, it's like a real genuine laugh. Like we yeah. actually made her laugh. There's no fake laugh there. No, I don't know I've what also you're so noticed, worked up about. Well, I think it must, it's still coming, but I, um, I also noticed that, uh, it, it hurt a little bit when she said, oh yeah, I listened to the tarot and then I stopped listening, but that might be just that she's a pro podcast consumer. Yeah, she, she doesn't waste her time on shit. Do you ever do that? Do you ever pause a show and stop listening to the rest? No, I mean maybe we'll get to it, but I still feel like I have to listen to the whole. She also says that she doesn't listen to all the old gay music that I make. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. She's but like, I, feel I like skipped I, through it. But she I also said, hashtag Would you stop? Hashtag to be fair. That's something that Deface says a lot. Hashtag to be fair. She says to be fair a lot. I think she says to be fair. I skip through the music at the beginning of Oh Yeah, Dude as well. So. I think I might I might start doing that. Just this shows. You like that? I was trying to say something. You were bolt. Keep going. What? So Defe, do you? No, she was going to be Frank. She was going to be Frank. We need Frank. Oh yeah, be Frank. Oh, okay. So, is everything okay, you guys? (laughs) It seems like you're. It seems like you're kind of flailing. Like you're like you're flailing. Dipping dipping your toes in too many pools. Oh, are we she too, just wants the food show. You just like the food news eventually? No, I don't know. Because sometimes the food news is not fun. I mean, I just like listening to you guys banter. Okay. My old pals, and I miss that. But it just seems like you're kind of unfocused and all over the place. Well, that's kind of why we splintered off the, the book buddies in the, uh, the, in the face, so we could focus each podcast on a specific pair of topics, like tarot and football. Books and yoga. Oh, oh! I didn't realize the books. I haven't listened to the book ones. Okay, it's all coming together. No, see now Natch <laughs> is just food news. Although this episode one hundred is just a big train wreck. Oh, there's the cat. But it also seems like food news. I mean, I know you say like food news eventually, but even then, it just feels like forced. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you as far as like what you should be instead. Oh, the bee lady was great. That was awesome. Oh, you like the bee lady? Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, get more of your TEDx people. I think that might help. Okay. Just too much of us is what's happening. <laughs> I, think, I think it's like, you're, too, you're, uh, you're not focused. Stick to food. No, wait a minute. That's forced. Don't do the food. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the banter. I've had enough I of mean, that. I mean, I think... This is, t- this is the tough love I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that you... But I'm sorry that I don't have a more, like, detailed direction. But I think that... Um, it's like, uh, I like you guys banter. Your opinions on things are funny. So maybe you don't have to shoehorn it into food news, but I don't know. But then there's a million podcasts of two white dudes yammering on. So I don't know how you would Welcome differentiate yourself. Our world. Yeah. I'm not necessarily certain I'd call us white dudes, but, uh, <laughs> I would say that, uh, yeah, you got a point there. I mean, the food news is our angle and the kingmaker here would be completely rudderless if he didn't have. Oh, I'd be fine if he didn't have food to cling to to feel superior to me because he knows more about it. You know, <laughs> then where would we be? The whole I'd dynamic is completely shot. What? Uh-huh. So yeah, so we're going to stick to the food news, right? Uh, n- no. The takeaway for me is that we clearly just need. Well, maybe she'll re-engage, but we need more detailed segments. Yeah, because there's things going on here in her mind. No, very, yeah, fertile mind. Well, no, it's like food is good, but sometimes it's forced. Don't do these other weird shows. <clears throat> I like your banter, but maybe there's too much of that. How do you, she, I think, you know what she's doing? She's thinking like a strategist. She's trying to she is. kick us to the big time, and we don't, that's fine. Well, I think I might I even mention that, it but, in the interview, but she is one of the pickiest people I know. Oh. She's even pickier than you. Maybe that's a strategy thing. Maybe strategists are just inherently picky people. I'm liking the feedback. Yeah. I'm not as I'm not as uh, all twisted up over it as well, I Well, clearly, you're just messing around on your phone over there. In my head. No, I'm fine. Ah, you're like a teenager. What? Yeah, but you're the one that matters because you're the you're the discerning listener. You're the cranky one. You know, you're not you're the <laughs> yes. hard to win over one. That's right. You're the one. You're the one we like <laughs> secretly want to please. Well, I mean, you'll always win me over. I'll just always have some, some notes. Gripes. <laughs> okay. Well, next time you have some notes, feel free to record them. <laughs> yeah. Because people are missing that. People are missing that segment. 
No, they aren't. Yes, people are asking, where's the details? Okay. We're saying, I don't know. I don't think she listens anymore. I think she <laughs> forgot all about us. She doesn't like it. So what would you like to hear less of? Uh, that would be probably like insider football tips. Yeah, that's not a win. Game either. picks you don't yeah. need. No, get out of here with that. Well, you got to listen to book buddies, though. It's great. I give Mark, I'm, each episode opens as I'm guiding Mark through yoga poses. Well, that's the hard part. When you get to the actual discussion of the book, there was, there's some oh, yeah, choice. It's kind of a raunchy book. It's a rough book. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't care about, I think when it's a book that I'm interested in hearing about, sure. I'll listen, but I don't. Yeah. Sure. I kind of, I don't care about punk. If it's an AI, AI sewing book. Okay. We're there. Well, what can you recommend any good uh, machine, like craft books automated that have kind of a story and a pulse knitters? Um, not really. Oh, okay. That I know of. I mean, I'm sure there are some, but if you'd send us a magazine, we could do a one episode book club about your current issue. Uh, (laughs) don't force her to make a segment. Hey, I'm just asking, just throwing it out there. I'm just thinking like, there's plenty of your audience that maybe loves the football, but would definitely not listen to a oh. critique of a sewing magazine. <laughs> totally. Hmm. I don't know. I'd listen to a critique of a sewing magazine. What? I got it. What, what, what? I figured out what the uh, insight was here. Okay. Yeah, it's, so that's the flailing, the different stuff. When you combine that with the strategic mind, she's you saying... You mean the picky person? <laughs> well, the business strategy in podcasting... Uh, uh, audience development, a general pickiness. You can't go this broad. You can't be dipping in all these pools and think you're going to build a good audience. Cause you know, you go to football and then all the sewing people are pissed off. You go to the book club and the food people are pissed off. You got it. She wants just to focus. Yeah. The, the problem is it, do we care about developing an audience? And if we don't, we can do whatever the hell we want. Jury's still out on that one. What? Do you hear this cat <laughs> bouncing around? Oh. We got a new cat. Well, look, let's just, no, let's at least same. say we, we want, we want hey, to, we're talking about the cat scout. Oh, Jesus. He's got a limp. He just scratched oh. me. He's I got a gangster lean infected. Is he named after Harper friend book? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean to kill a mockingbird? <laughs> yeah. No, no. His, uh, his name was scout when we acquired him, but it just oh, fits like a glove. But Mark, oh. is this not one of the most beautiful cats you've ever seen? Just shut up. Now, listen. What I want to know. I've seen Sal, so. This Sal, is, Sal's a cute cat. I got, this cat is gorgeous. There's really only one question left. It's like the Angelina Jolie. It's like a Pitt Jolie kid cat. What do, what do we have to do to get details back as a regular committed listener? Um, I Thanks for listening. That. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Mark wants to know what we have to do to get you back as a regular committed listener. I think I'm back. I'm caught up now. All right, she's back. So splintering off the football nonsense did the trick. Yep. See, that wasn't so hard. And I will listen, and I'll listen to that. Well, no, because we were only going to do that for like another week or something, right? Yeah. We were thinking about bringing it back to cover major sporting events. Maybe Stanley Cup, Masters, Final Four. I see. I just think um, if that happens, maybe migrate Taro over to Natch. Mm. Oh, that is an interesting thought. Because I think it's super fun. You think that's where Tara belongs? Interesting. Yeah. Tara isn't that far away from like natural foods. No, it's very close. There it is. Crack the code. We knew we could count on you for insights, Dife. Yes. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to work. Okay. We'll get back to work too. Yeah, thanks for checking in. Okay. We appreciate it. Next love time we guys. hear from You're you. The best. Oh yeah, we love you too. Next time we'd like to hear from you. Just you know, just you. You don't have to put up with us. You just rant. You send it to us. <laughs> okay. Whatever she feels like it. Yeah. Whenever the time is right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Good afternoon. And good uh, evening. Very well. <laughs> Fairly well. Very well. <laughs> Bye. What? <laughs> so there you have it. Did she say, did she close with very well or fare thee well? I think she said very well. Yeah, she said very but well. But I, I changed it to I like fare that thee well. a lot. You like fare thee well? No, very, very well. Very well. Very well. See, I went fare thee well because she's a big fan of the Outlander series of books. Don't she, need to talk about that. She likes a hot dude in a kilt. Oh, man, who doesn't? Now, listen. Hmm. So we got her back. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments of the entire discussion. And how much fun is it to listen to listeners? It's fun. I think we're going to keep doing that. Thanks to the last two that have done it. Mm-hmm. JTT.org. DFA. We'll get some more. We have. My favorite moment 
Yeah. Is this your sports thing? It's just it's going about another week. No, oh, we might bring it back. Hmm. I see. I see. <laughs> So, I think yeah, she's what right. What she really wants is she wants the tar- the tarot I think she's right. in I, the fold. I think we need to refocus on Natch. We'll we've discussed this in another podcast. It's yeah. about to land in the feed any moment. <laughs> we can do these other ones when we want, but there's but there's been I think there's been too many. We had like three a week. That's a lot. That's a lot of Natch. Who, maybe I'm wrong, but refocus on Natch. Maybe the tarot becomes part of Natch. A quick could be a quick reading. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah. then also, both... Everybody loves the bee lady. I mean, the bee lady's great, right? I love Why the bee lady, too. Why are you dogging on the bee lady? Why are you saying it in that fucking voice? I'm not dogging on the bee lady. I'm sure just like, sounded like it to hey, me. We're, we're good, too, you know? I think she's the bee lady's good because we're part of the segment, bro. Okay, banter. It's like we were out and about. We were doing banter. stuff. I love your idea. I'm going to spill the beans here a little bit. When we get to the food news eventually part of this podcast, after the interlude for some of these deep dives into big food news stories, we should bring, not that, we should bring in the journalist who wrote the story. That's a great idea. We'll start working on that for you guys. You're welcome. Hell yeah, you're welcome. Are we at the we are watching part of the Um, show? Which is becoming a must have. Yeah, the world's in peril. A must listen. Because I heard the cue. What cue? What are you talking about? about? Yeah, that one. I'm ready. I got three this week. The first one is snowflakes in peril. This snowflake shit is blowing up. Is it is? We talked about it last week off of a Slayer Instagram post. Our fingers are on the pulse. We then discovered that there's a actual definition for snowflake, other than something we would like. Yeah. Basically, you're a prissy college student who wants to. You're an elitist, elitist, but you're, you can't stand being around someone with a differing viewpoint. Political correctness to, to its extreme anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Another take on it. Cause we live and breathe snowflake on this podcast. And stardust. We snort, snort us. <laughs> snort, Almost snort. did it. We snort stardust. So and, I was uh, doing some research. I'm not going to belt sp- snowflakes out of our anus mouths. Any, stop it. I'm not going to spill any beans on proprietary slide information. Okay. Let's be upfront about that. This is just a quote. That I found in an old Delicious Living magazine, which is a New Hope property. Shout out, New Hope. This looks like it came from your slide deck. Did not. Stop it. <laughs> We're gonna, there's going to be a full, uh, uh, what do you call it? Bam. You are blacklisted from discussing slides and slide decks, which you are not seeing. I'm not seeing. I've, I've only seen scraps of God, old ones. Man's got to make a living. Hey, dude, you're doing, you're doing a good job. You don't know that because you haven't seen them. Snowflake. Wait, you're saying you don't know that? Yeah. I, I know that because I know you. I know you oh, don't half-ass right. it. It's just a general vote of confidence. The only thing you ever that. half-ass is your half of this podcast. Not long ago, it was thought that everybody had different microbiomes, with each one of us being different, like a snowflake, mm. Leach says. Mm. That's Jeff Leach of the Human Food Project. He's a badass. A real blood sucker. Of anthropologic microbiomic research. Mm. Now we know. That, you know what? He, he get, uh, Anyway. Okay. He's like an anthropologist. He's like a self-made anthropologist, I think. He goes out into like... So is he an anthropologist? Like the uh, Africa and the San Bushmen and samples their microbiomes, their poop. He's playing with other people. He's the guy doing this. Okay. And you know why he's doing it? Because he gave his daughter, he was born with type two, type one. Which diabetes is it that you're born with? Anyway. Type two. And uh, Type one. He knows that there's a microbiome angle here. And he's like, we need to figure this shit out. Kudos, leech. <laughs> Not long ago, H. it was thought that everybody had different microbiomes with each one of us being different, like a snowflake. Now we know that when you gather microbiome data of several thousand people, as the American Gut Project has done, you start to see some people with pretty similar microbiomes. What? I think he's just not going deep enough into the Snowflake shit. in Jeopardy, one. Well, because that's our definition of snowflake. Snowflake in Jeopardy, two. Redneck Intelligence on Twitter, at US underscore Intel. If you are a hashtag libtard and or a hashtag snowflake, let this resonate. I hate you. I reject your idiocy. I want you gone. Vitriol. Well, I know, but okay. But by, by their definition of a snowflake, it's someone who can't tolerate someone else's opinion. That's part of the definition. So he, in effect, is a snowflake as well because he can't. Don't try to rationalize. Tolerate this. a libtard's opinions. I hate you. I reject your idiocy. I want you gone. That's real mature. I do not live very often in 
the social media world that I think a lot of people fear and see as part of the decline of human civilization. Yeah, and, every, and so I just did a quick search, hashtag snowflake. And like, these were the first three things that came up. Okay. This is it living in that world. At American 1765, handle Alice in Trump land, American flag. WTF, a white man wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. And there's a photo here of the guy. Marching in the hashtag women's march. It's the hashtag snowflake march. Oh, what a dig. I don't even think, I don't even understand that point. Just a dig on Pull your head out of your ass, Alice. Yep. I'm going to fight fire with fire. Team Trump 45 TM. This guy's got like tens of thousands of followers. The hashtag snowflake diet per serving with a dash of granola exclamation mark <laughs> photo. Snowflake nutrition facts. Oppression, 14% daily value. Whining, 14%. Victimization, 14%. Self-loathing, low self-esteem, feminism, socialism. Oh, socialism got to 16%. Not a significant source of patriotism and not to be taken seriously. Snowflake Yeah, but Team Trump 45, he is to be taken seriously. No, he's not. What a bunch of horse shit. It's the dark side. Snowflake under attack. We'll do what we can to save it. I guess so. We'll reclaim Snowflake. Now, here's another segment. Uh, here's another part two of my We Are Watching. You're not getting a sound cue. So I want the sound cue. Eh, I don't want to give it to you. I'm oh. getting off on being withholding right now. Ugh. Terrible. This is a great story, though. The Resistance. Alpaca I News. I don't know where this is from. Heartwarming. Brought you down a little bit. We're going to bring you back up. Yeah. Ashley C. Ford felt driven to act by a sad fact of life in the nation's school cafeterias. Kids with unpaid lunch accounts are often embarrassed with a substitute meal of a cold cheese sandwich and a carton of milk. Ford, a New York City writer, appealed to her 66,000 Twitter followers with a solution. A cool thing you can do today is try to find out which of your local schools have kids with overdue lunch accounts and pay them off. Great idea. And it happened. I know. Across the country. Caught on. And then the hashtag libtards. No, I guess she is a hashtag libtard in that logic. Through that lens. Through that lens. But then the trolls came out and said, hey, man, a lot of these accounts are just people who haven't paid off their balance. They're not poor. They're just lazy. Like, yeah, maybe there's a few. Fuck you. Yeah. You can still do something nice for a lazy person. It's a real thing. It's called helping hands, real man. Thing. That's that's legit. Shout out Ashley C. Ford. Yeah, I like that one. All right, she's done some other stuff. We don't have to do that. Well, do we want to? She's she's a proactive tweeter. Good for her. She's using Twitter to raise money for pretty targeted, smart causes. Yeah, Moving she, on. Third third one. Third hit of the queue. Nope. I'm gonna give you room to put it in post right now. No, I thought you wanted the Chuck Abbott queue. I want that one too. I want a. I'm not queuing. I'm not double queuing. We'll see. Okay, I'm ready for Chuck Abbott. Mexico rising. Chuck Abbott. All right. Pretend you just heard it because I need to put it in later. <sighs> Two quick bits of news from Chuck Abbott. <clears throat> Our favorite. Our favorite uh, man on the astronaut scene. with the intel. Yep, he's an astronaut as well. Monsanto's GMO corn seed still not welcome in Mexico. Monsanto isn't likely to get a green light to bring GMO corn seeds into Mexico anytime soon, says Reuters. Last week, the country upheld a 2013 Mexican court. <laughs> I know. <laughs> court decision that banned even test pilots of GMO corn in Mexico because of concerns that the genetically modified varieties might contaminate native corn species through cross-pollination. Hashtag no mas abusos contra el maíz. How about no mas yelling? I was yelling? Yeah. I was trying to get through it in one breath. Oh, you just get, you get so excited. Prove that my sorghums is in remission. I mean, I admire your passion, your verve, but uh, my part, God, you're killing me. With, what, the, with the peaking. Oh, part two. Food companies rush to ship orders to Mexico in case trade breaks down. U.S. food manufacturers and trucking companies are trying to quickly move product into Mexico in case trade relations between the two countries break down after President Trump promised to renege on the North American Free Trade Agreement, says Reuters. The president has also said he might push for a 20% tax on Mexican imports. I crushed that reading. Not really. It sounded like you're reading side effects of some shitty drug. You listen back to the tape. I didn't blunder. I didn't slur. Oh, it was great, but no one understood it. What I like is this photo. I've never seen that sticker on an avocado before. No, that's my... Well, do you know what that is? Well, yeah. It's so you can tell how ripe they are. No, yeah, but there's more. So Mexico... Good for you, Mexico. Yeah. You're getting bullied. Bully back. That's right. Take your fucking GMO corn. No. And you're going to... Make it hard for me to get all this food in your country? I'm going to cram it in your throat right now. <laughs> yeah. 
And this, I thought this, I bet this is a pure coincidence, but it could also be a smart strategy play. New Zealand. That's a company out of New Zealand with New Zealand avocados put this sticker on it. New Zealand. Not ripe, firm ripe, soft ripe. Yeah, and it's got like color coding. Color coding right there stuck on the fruit so you can see, just match the colors. Why don't you go ahead and text the Soundhawk? What's the, what's the number there, Soundhawk? It's something. Tell them, come on, give the people your number. 303-548-6877. If they want it, they yeah, can Yeah, you text it. the Soundhawk, you get on the newsletter list, you open this newsletter, and you can see the sticker we're talking about. That's all. Take me into the musical. You ready for a little break? Yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. Ready for a little break, little guy? Go to the bathroom. All right, well, this is from a super rare Nashville recording, or a set of recordings, from the 1960s and 70s made for Shelby Singleton's Plantation label. Mm. The compilation is called Plantation Gold. I had it it years ago and used to listen to it all the time, and something reminded me of it. Of course you did. You were early to it. Well, this is, hey. uh, To the rediscovery. But, uh... This was the only track I you could dig up online. had it stacked right there with your uh, mustache wax. I don't wear that. Uh, but but turn, turns out this is perfect. We're talking about people trucking food into Mexico. Hmm. I Want to Be a Trucker's Sweetheart by Maurice Dickerson. Stop pointing your finger. You are not the producer. <laughs> Sits by the window and looks down the road When those big trucks go rolling by She says to me with a sigh I want to be a truck driver, sweetheart I want to go where the big trucks go I want to jump in the cab up front And play the radio I'll make black coffee He'll take me everywhere I'll be his sweetheart And we never will part And I'll take along my teddy bear Well, I looked down at my little sister and smiled I said he'll be driving for many a mile What will you do when your sweetheart is gone? She said, I'll yodel me a truck driving song. Love me some yodeling. Nothing better. Very difficult to do. It's refreshing. You think it'd be real easy, but then when you try to yodel, quite difficult. Okay. Not that you need to. Not an invitation. Yeah, see? It's hard. It's not crisp. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It's very difficult. This is the food news eventually portion of Natch episode 101. Natch 101. And this isn't a college course. Is this food we're going to get to or not? Sort of. Sometimes we announce the arrival of the food news eventually part, and the next story has nothing to do with food. Well, this one has to do with self-sufficiency. There's some, some things that apply themselves Lifestyle to Lifestyle news, We've eventually. got uh, Thor Harris on self-sufficiency. Tell this me is, who that is, Josh. This is an interview by Brandon Stosui from the Creative Independent. Thor Harris is a musician, a painter, a writer, and carpenter. What kind of acts he been he in? built his own house. Music-wise. He was the percussionist in Swans from 2010 Swans. to 2016 and has performed with Shearwater, Bill Callahan, Ben Frost, and many others. Oh, wow. He currently plays in Thor and Friends, who released their self-titled debut album in October of last year. This must be a hat tip from just the tip. It is. Yep. He tweeted this. Um, I don't know if his interest in Thor Harris has to do with the Swans or 
uh, Stuart's uh, recently departed pug named Thor. There's some, some connections. I don't know. I don't know where it all lands. That's fine. You don't have to know. I don't want to know. I mean, I wouldn't mind knowing, but I'm not thirsty for that knowledge. What I am thirsty for, though, is this. So I'm going to... Uh, I mean, we could even act this out if you want to read the question in the voice of uh, Brandon Stosui. Okay. <clears throat> Are we going to read this whole thing? We, yeah. Well, you know, we know. Let's see where it goes. <sighs> Brandon When you tour in... Nah, uh, we don't have to use voices. Just to make it easier for people to parse out, you know? When you're touring. Okay. Uh, so Brandon asks, when you're touring, what would be an example of exercise? You said walking, but is there also the mindset of I'm going to go do, I'm going to do pushups in the hotel room or whatever. Okay. What? <laughs> For a while, every time the we band stopped. Direct, he put in a direct transcript of these questions. How about just asking when you're touring, I know touring, you walk. Touring? Do you also do pushups in your hotel room? That's a tough, that's a hard hitter too. Hey. It's just small. It's like what people talk about, man. This is a podcast. We're talking about what people talk about. This is that, is, is that the about. depths of this article? There's more. I hope so. All right. I'll, I'll paraphrase. Every time they'd stop in you the know van, what? He'd, get not... out, he'd get out and do 25 push-ups. Something like that. You just go into this coma. So he and, he and another guy in the band would make deals. Every time they'd stop, they'd do 25 push-ups. That's great. I'm saying maybe every time after the interlude, we should do 25 push-ups. Depends right. on how my back's feeling. Push-up's good for your back. Do you do planks? Are you working your core? When I, when I can. Listen to what Thor says. Our bodies are so amazing. A machine will get tired from overwork, and it will get worn out and stop working. Our bodies respond by making themselves stronger so they can accommodate the How work. How old's Thor? By expending energy, you end up with more energy, which is kind of counterintuitive. I do try to sometimes run while I'm on tour. There always isn't. There isn't always time or space. Question: I wish we had him on the line. I can't ask him. I wonder if this Thor has ever gone to altitude for an in-ring MMA knockout, and if he would say this after that happened. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if he. Nope. A, Brandon a doesn't fighter. ask that type of question. So Thor also wrote this book called "How to Live Like a King for Very Little." Okay. And so, uh, who is it? Brandon. Brandon wants to know. Um, a lot of that was learning how to fix things yourself and how to do things yourself. Is the takeaway that people should learn to do more on their own? Don't be rude. I'm super tired. Or rely on less hiring someone, blah, blah, blah. Um, so on one of the spectrum, you get specialized in one thing. Brain surgery, let's say. You get so good at it that you can pay someone else to do everything else in your life. Yep, truth. On the other end of the spectrum, you never work a job and you make everything you use or you grow it and you become sort of like a jack of all trades. I think there's less of that going on. But Most of us live somewhere in the middle. Most of the people that I know can't afford, nor is it necessarily convenient to always hire somebody else to do everything. I, I have to hire people. Can't. I think there's some people at that other end who outsource their entire lives. Yeah. Cooking, childcare, etc. I don't think there's that many people on the flip side that are like completely self-sufficient, unreliant, saving all the money. Yeah. I want to move more close. I want to move closer to that side. Then don't live in this city. Well, I'm preparing for farm. that. Yeah, I know. You're going to... I'm heading to the hills. Lake Wamamaka. No, I'm going to buy some land with all my podcasting money. Okay. With all my podcasting riches. That's why. That's why we're doing these other side shows. All right. So now look at this. I'm Sponsorship gonna, opportunities. I'm going to abandon the rest of this interview and just take you to some, some tips. Do that. From the book, How to Live Like a King for Very Little. So number four, ride your bike instead of driving as much as you can. You need the exercise and gas is expensive. Gas is actually kind of cheap right now, but still, you do need the exercise, don't you, Mark? Yeah, great. What a life hack. <laughs> hey, it's just a nice reminder. How it about this? It is a nice reminder. See what you think of this one. Don't have kids. They're not miracles. They're people. Seven billion is too fucking many. True. Find some other way to give your dull existence some meaning. By the way, they're expensive. Or BT dubs, I guess. There's a new stat that says, I think, it, you're ex each kid... It's supposed to cost 240 grand before they get to college. Is that it? Before they get out of the house. Maybe that includes college. I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's a tough one, though. Well, especially when you already have kids. There's truth to it. Mm -hmm. at, least we're, at least we each only have two children, one to replace. Truth to that. Us and our offspring. You know? What the hell would you do if you didn't have kids? Or just get old, miserable, and lonely. Or maybe you'd just fucking party. Eh, I wouldn't. I bet your back wouldn't hurt. That might be true. God. 
You'd just be swimming all the time. Don't let me ideate on that. Uh, get. I like this one. Uh, excuse me. What get, are you doing? My back hurts. I'm <laughs> get your clothes from thrift stores. <clears throat> With the physique you'll have from riding your bike, you'll look hot wearing anything. Ooh, Thor, thank you for that one. <laughs> yeah, see? I love shopping at thrift stores. Yes, you do. Uh, do people favors. It's called cooperation. It's how the world worked before money. They will return the favor, or someone will. No shit. This really works. Random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Pay it forward, right? Actually, see Ford. Go over here to Stedman, pay off everybody's bill. Love it. You're going to pay. Did you hear that? Mark is going to pay off I said all the outstanding lunch. Why don't you do it? I might school. do it. There you go. It might be a big bill. I don't know. It could be. Here's another one. Make things. Look around you. What do you see? Yeah. Shitty stuff made by impoverished and slave people far away. Pick anything. Make a better one. People want good shit. You won't get rich, but you'll get by. Just like that. And it's true, though. Like We buy a bunch of shit that's made by enslaved people in other countries. Every time I go to H&M, you I think about that. You know why we do? Because it's super easy. It's convenience. Yeah. It's our obsession with convenience. Eh. I got a new slogan for Gap. Uh, anyone that, can use it. Gap kids can use it. H&M kids. That might be because we need it to be convenient in order to live the lives. I'm not saying The we lives should. that we think are making us happy, okay. but we're all in Go make yourself some tarot cards. <laughs> I want to do tarot hey, on podcast. These, these weren't made by enslaved people. They're made in Italy. They're made for, in Italy. No, they were made, what does it say? Made in Italy. Then keep reading. Expressly for U.S. Game Systems, Inc., Stamford, Connecticut. All right. Fair enough. Oh, you lost on that one, didn't you, Chief? I'm just, oh, my, my, my slogan, though. Highest bidder could have it. Like, for instance, Gap Kids made four kids, or made by kids, four kids. Is that true, or you're saying you want that? I'm saying that's kind of how it feels when I'm in there. I'm like, God, it's probably a bunch of, like, oh, little kids running the sewing machines over there. Oh, I got it. Made four kids by kids. Nobody's going to buy that slogan. Nope, it's not a very good slogan. Uh, Adbusters Magazine might buy that. Find work you love. If you can't do that, then find a job where you love the people. Hey, that's just pragmatic advice. Here's one. Uh, anyone who's been listening to our Please Kill Me podcast, our Book Buddies podcast, will we'll pick up on this one here. Junkies and addicts are like toddlers. Whew. They just want to shit all over you and everything. The Literally. messes they make can get expensive. Avoid them if you can. And taste bad. Yeah. So that, uh, just a quick plug for... When, this comes out before Book Buddies, right? Yep. Check the feed in a couple days. Special guest on our oh, yeah, cold ultimate, not penultimate, ult, cumulative, no, pulmonary, <laughs> on our pulmonary episode of Book How about Buddies. On the conclusion of the yeah, uh, the conclusion of the Please Kill Me series. Of the we book talk about podcast. junkies, addicts, and shit with uh, Legs McNeil. Yeah, it was a good time. Talk about eating chocolate cake in bed. It was pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, the guy even says in the interview that he thinks interviews are bullshit. Yep. So we tried. No. Why do I have a note? This list was edited by Stacey Yates with contributions from Jarek Bischoff, Chad Rains, and Amanda Palmer. We live in a wasteful society. Live well. It don't take much, really. True that. I don't know why I put that in there. Okay. Oh, Amanda Palmer. She's cool. She's from the Dresden Dolls. She's a real DIY person. Yeah, bet you bet. <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah, you bet. You betcha. Okay, that was... Was there any food... Uh, not, I don't think there was any food whatsoever. Well, you need to eat food to be riding your bike. Nope. Kids, you have to feed them. Weak sauce. I'll give you some food. Tuberculous-resistant cows developed for the first time using CRISPR technology. Oh, you want that sound cue too, huh? Yep. This I... is by TT Team. Oh, actually, we, that's the sound cue we don't have anymore, right? You or isn't it the it. one that... Crisper. Yeah, it's, it's that one. There, I pretty much just did it. Great. Uh, really, really, uh, okay. Your sound cue game is suspect these days. Not really. Technothirst.com. Hat tip Shaggy Brownie for this one. We used to love, we, okay. <clears throat> we'll comment again. Do I have it all in here? Yeah, yeah. We used a novel version of the CRISPR system called CRISPR-Cas9N. 
to successfully insert a tuberculosis-resistant gene called NRAMP1 into the cow genome, we were then able to successfully develop live cows carrying increased resistance to tuberculosis. That's a, That's a real sizzler here. Importantly, our method produced no off-target effects on the cow genetics meaning that the CRISPR technology we employed may be better suited to producing transgenic livestock with purposefully manipulated genetics, said Dr. Yong Zhang, lead author of the research from the College of Veterinary Medicine, Northwest ANF University in Shaanxi, China. Great. China? Huge. Huge. Kicking our ass in the CRISPR-Cas game. CRISPR? Not just CRISPR-Cas9 anymore, CRISPR-Cas9N, things change that fast. Mm, they add an N. How are you going to stop this, making fake animals? You're not, because you can't. You're not. You control what you can control. Get ready to eat your CRISPR-Cas9 cow meat. I believe I read a headline somewhere that China is set to invest billions in renewable technologies, too. So soon they're going to be kicking our ass on that while we're stuck with leadership China that's pretending has, it's not real. China has the best... Well, just the best. I don't know if I go that far. I was, it was a. It was, I was working on a Trump impression there. Oh, oh, just that's the a good best. One. Yeah, we we make the best CRISPR cows. Your hands are too big. It's not convincing. <laughs> All right, I got one more. Hit us up. Take us home. <clears throat> this is a good one. I want you to idea. How good is this one? Great. GNC Super Bowl commercial rejected by NFL. Timely, the Super Bowl is just two days away as we record in this. In the face. You probably just listened to In the, the Face episode, S India. Super Bowl will be over <laughs> when this publishes. Yep. And you will not have seen a GNC commercial. The Arizona Cardinals will have won the whole thing. At age, Judan, Judan, Judan Pollock, Nathan Skid. I think it's Judan. GNC, which has been planning a Super Bowl commercial as part of its huge rebranding effort, said it. You, you still shopping at GNC most days? Picking up a few things here and there? Creatine. A little, little banana flour and creatine. Said it, <laughs> it has been rebuffed by the National Football League today, four days after Fox cleared its commercial in writing. Jeff Hennion. Exec VP, Chief Marketing and E-Commerce Officer at GNC, said the NFL objected to its commercial, well, because fewer than 3% of its products include two of the 162 substances banned by the league. Well, I don't think he characterized that the right way. Who's all caps well now? Is that, is That's that me. Yours? I said, well, well now. now. They're objecting that you sell products that have two of these banned substances in them. You're saying that that's less than 3% of your products. I don't think the NFL clearly cares. Mr. Hinion said the company had a weird feeling. Something was wrong beginning last week. They had submitted to Fox a logo which contained the letters GNC in a pill bottle. Mm. The network, he said, came back to the company asking for a more muted logo without the bottle. Okay. I mean, is that a big deal? I guess. Put some pills in a commercial, you can't run it in the Super Bowl? People, I mean, people get aspirin out of pill bottles. Exactly. I'm sure there's going to be a bear ad somewhere. GNC Pain management. Hmm. Supplements. Suspect. Yeah, it's just the taint, the taint of supplements. Mm -hmm. Licking the taint of supplements. I just knew you would do it. The Super Bowl spot was the centerpiece of an effort to position GNC as a retailer that deserves a second look. As part of its push, it closed all its corporate-owned owned stores for one day in late December and reopened with a new look the next. What's that new look look like, Mark? Did you do the homework? Uh, no. Doubtful. It's like GNC 1. Are they not, is it not the red logo? They got a lot of franchise. New font? I think they got franchisees and stuff, so it probably wasn't all the stores. Oh. Tire-dated stores, that's been a known thing. Pushing the edge with the sports supplements, that's been a known thing. What the hell am I supposed thing. to be eating on? I don't know. What was that you, commercial? What do you think was in that commercial? Oh, it was just, you told me to get ready to ideate. Get ready. Was it just, what if they were really trying to push the edge with it? Like what, what was the content of that commercial? It. Yeah, like. Probably a bunch of super ripped commercials shred just like, bros. All these athletes are going to get traumatic brain injuries. And if they took this supplement, they oh. wouldn't shoot themselves in the chest. Jeez. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Hashtag to be fair. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> I think I heard, too, now they're linking ALS to head injuries sustained in the NFL. You know, like Steve Gleason got the Lou Gehrig's. Mm. What could be worse than that? 
A few things, but not much. What could be worse than getting Lou Gehrig's disease and wasting away like that? Probably having locked-in syndrome for it's kind of the several same decades. Thing. Yeah, but you don't. But die. think about this though: locked-in syndrome. It's ALS just, without dying. I know, but locked-in syndrome, you're like, bam! One moment you're walking around, next moment you can't do anything but blink, one eye. Lou Gehrig's, you have to like watch it all just waste away, tapers and tapers until you're left with that, and then you suffocate probably. You're not going to pick a horse. <laughs> All right. You said there were a couple things. What else is worse than ALS? <laughs> I don't want to end the show on that. I'm just curious. Oh, if it came to, to that, I think there would be, well, it's legal to buy firearms in this country. And it's legal in Colorado to end life mercifully for now. That wasn't my question. I asked what else is Until worse. Until the Supreme Court renegade Colorado judge maybe decides that's a bad idea. Well, no, the, the new Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. The one that Trump picked. Yeah. He's, he's against euthanasia. Exactly. He wrote a book about it. His one book. Huh. I don't know what else is worse. I'm sure there's some flesh-eating bacteria that would be difficult. Ooh. What if you, yeah, what if you were shooting up crocodile? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's worse. And like it, a lot of, it, but then you got to the hospital in time and they were pumping you full of antibiotics. So you were getting eaten, but survived it. Ooh, that's that's there you go, harsh, dude. Well done. Well done. You want? I can get. I can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more? What's worse, Mark? Sorghums or back pain? Oof. Back pain. Yeah. You want to know what's worse, tinnitus <laughs> or back pain? You're curious yes. about that? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Actually, the tinnitus doesn't bother me so much. But what's troubling is the knowledge that I have. I've lost some dog hearing. Mm. You know, you know like, why that's troubling? Because you're still, you're thinking like a young man. I am a young man. Like you're going to live forever. No, it's all falling apart. It is. This piece you just became aware of. You know what? You know what? When I walk away from my car, I'm always hitting the alarm button extra yeah, times to hear it beep. About this, no, but now I, no, but now I can't hear it as well. Or at least in my mind. Because I, I feel like I, I used to pride myself on being able to hear my, my car beep from like a block and a half away. It. Interesting. Now I can't hear it as well. I have to be a little closer. We all have our foibles. We all have our crosses to bear, I think is what you meant to say, Mark. Well, take it from an insider. I'm not sure that's much of a cross, but. Oh, sorghums. Bearing it like a champ. Well, you don't even have sorghums. What's your cross to bear? Thick, thick saliva? <laughs> I don't. Do we need to start a foundation? <laughs> Thin the saliva. You can go shut up. Ooh. <laughs> Look who's going. You don't know the suffering that another human is going through. No one ever can. So you're saying empathy is an illusion? Empathy's nice. Is it real? No. All right. Natch. Way to bring it out at the end of the show. Natch 101. Terrible exit. That was great. That was a 10 point landing. Whisper in your lover's ear. Text the Soundhawk. 303-5-4-8-7. Just sad. Just sad. See you next, or we'll hear you. You'll hear us next week on this podcast. <laughs> we have to die. Close it. It's I'm, terrible. I'm just having fun rambling now. Seatbelts. Don't ever. <laughs> I'm just trying to do find a way shit. to get out of this. Don't ever. <laughs>